It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We said four quarters, all gas, no break. You guys did that today. Hell of a job. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Packers. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. You will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast in the state of Wisconsin. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin, working hard to bring you what's possible for your health. The Freighter and MCW Health Network is transforming the way care is delivered, making it easier for you to connect with the best of academic medicine when and where you need it. The Green Bay Packers come back to beat the Kansas City Chiefs 31-24, and, and they had to come back after blowing a lead of their own. Green Bay goes up 14-0 in this game. And it looks like, okay, Kansas City, all these guys hurt. Chris Jones not playing, Frank Clark, Kendall Fuller, Patrick Mahomes, all these guys out, and Green Bay is going to come in after a demolition of Oakland and just roll. Well, Kansas City shows up. Steve Spagnuolo makes some adjustments. Andy Reid makes some adjustments. And all of a sudden, it's 17-14 at halftime. Kansas City scores 17 unanswered. Green Bay comes out in the second half, and they're the ones who make the adjustments. Matt LaFleur makes some. Mike Patton makes some. Green Bay outscores the Chiefs 17-7 to in the second half, and they end up winning 31-24. to Last drive of the game is a five-minute drive that was absolutely outstanding in terms of execution, in terms of plays, in terms of that last third down play call. And, and Matt LaFleur said, you know, there was a Will Brinson tweeted a, a video of the conversation on the sideline at the end of the game. And Matt LaFleur went, turned to Aaron Rodgers and said, go in the game. It was one of those things where, you know, clearly the idea was uh, let Aaron Rodgers win this game five yards to win a football game. And Rogers said after the game that, that the consensus was throw the ball to Aaron Jones. And that makes sense considering Aaron Jones set a personal best in total scrimmage yards, went over 200 total scrimmage yards. It's the second best all time performance yardage from scrimmage by a Packers running back. He had seven catches for 159 and two touchdowns on eight targets. And it should have been, three touchdowns, but he stepped out of bounds on a beautiful slugger route. Uh, and really, 
This was a day where Green Bay feasted on the linebackers. Aaron Rodgers, according to Pro Football Focus, was 11 for 11 for 183 yards when throwing at Kansas City Chiefs linebackers. This offense is predicated on matchups like any offense. And and just like Mike McCarthy's offense was. I mean, that, that's not different. The difference is Matt LaFleur wants his running backs to be a big part of the passing offense. In total, seven catches for Aaron Jones, three catches for Jamal Williams. That's 10 catches and 11 targets for the Packers running backs. And, you know, they were they were really good. They were really good, consistently creating space. You know, Rodgers mentioned it after the game a couple times. They're running receiver routes, three-step out routes as running backs to create first downs on third down, including the game-clinching third down. This Packers offense consistently finds ways to adapt to what's going on. They made the second-half adjustments in this game, and again, they go over 30. And they do it without Devontae Adams. And I understand everything that can be said about what's going on with Kansas City's defense. No Chris Jones, no Frank Clark, no Kendall Fuller. It's also a Sunday night game at Arrowhead. I mean, I told you this was not going to be an easy game. And I don't think, you know, I also said, all right, in full transparency, I said if Green Bay is a great team, you go win this game by 10 points, two touchdowns. They jumped out to that lead. I think you saw why Andy Reid is one of the best coaches of his generation, why this team is absolutely loaded with skill players, why they're so difficult to defend. And remember, this offense, I mean, they won 13 games with Alex Smith the year before Patrick Mahomes was the dude. And they found ways to manufacture offense with Alex Smith, and and he is no great shakes at quarterback. So the fact that Matt Moore was able to go 24 of 36 for 267 and two touchdowns, a 107 quarterback rating, I mean, that's a good day, no question. But, you know, that that is to be expected in some ways because Andy Reid's really good at this. On the other side, Aaron Rodgers goes 23 of 33, 305, three touchdowns, a 129 quarterback rating, made some plays on the ground, made some absurd throws. The touchdown pass to Jamal Williams, Matt LaFleur called the, the greatest play or the most incredible play he's seen live. That tells you everything you need to know. And I'm not even sure that that it was the play that Rodgers intended to make. But you put yourself in position and, you know, it's like banking in a three. You, you made it and you, you put yourself in position to make it. And that's what Aaron Rodgers did. And it, this was going to be a tough game no matter who was playing quarterback. Green Bay went to Kansas City and they won this game. And, and that's what ultimately matters. They're seven and one. There are no pictures on the scorecard. It's like golf. And, you know, they, they they score 34 on the road at Dallas, 31 in Kansas City without Devontae Adams. And in three of their four games without Devontae Adams, they've now gone over 31 or more points. 34 against the Cowboys, 42 against the Raiders, and 31 against the Chiefs without Devontae. And in that Lions game, that was a game where Geronimo Allison and Marquez Valdez-Scantling both get hurt. Allison for the game, MVS in and out with the injury. So this offense is is really impressive and has been now for a while. 
Aaron Rodgers said after the game he felt like the reintegration of Devontae Adams is going to be seamless. I guess I'll believe that when I see it. But given the the malleability of what this team has been, the flexibility of what this team has been, uh, it's hard to disagree, to be honest, Uh, given what they've been able to do and, and consistently been able to find ways to adjust to what teams are doing to manufacture. I mean, there was a, a point in the second quarter where Green Bay, they looked like there was nothing they could do against Steve Spagnuolo's pressure defense. You know, they they looked really good. You know, 10 plays, 74 yards touchdown, four plays, 60-yard touchdown. It would have been less if Aaron Jones had stayed in bounds. But then they go punt, punt, end of half, and and really couldn't do much of anything. Four plays, 16 yards, six plays, 21 yards, five plays, six yards. And and this is after Kansas City's offense starts to get hot. And and in the second half, things changed. Mike Patton made some adjustments. We're going to talk about the defensive part of this later in the show. But the offense made crucial adjustments as well. Green Bay on their first possession comes out. They go 15 plays, 72 yards, eight-minute drive to tie the game. The turning point in the game, according to Matt LaFleur, is that fumble. On the first play of the next drive, Green Bay goes five plays, 27 yards. They take a 24-17 lead, and they never trail again. Kansas City comes back. They get their touchdown, but then Green Bay gets the big play to Aaron Jones. They go up 31-24. They get the stop. Andy Reid, for some reason, punts on fourth and three near midfield, and Green Bay, at that point, Gets the ball back, 11 plays, 36 yards at their own two. At their own two. I mean, this is the value of having guys like Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. You can close out games. You can close out games with these guys, and this offensive line is playing well. They're playing really well, especially in the run game. They're they're winning their one-on-one matchups. And, you know, th- there were some issues with communication, some issues with with blitz pickup, and, and part of that is on the running backs, part of that is on the tight ends and the offensive line, and, and everyone involved in all of this. But ultimately, in the second half, they were able to make it work. And those adjustments in big spots, in playoff games, in, in December, when they have to go to Minnesota and make adjustments against Mike Zimmer, when they have to win against Chicago at home, late in the season, when they have to go to Detroit and try and win games to solidify playoff positioning. Because, look, at 7-1, and they're 3-0 and on the road. They've already exceeded their win total and their road win total from all of last season. At 7-1, and this is a playoff team. Just full stop, it is a playoff team. And so they have to be looking at it like that. And to be able to go on the road and beat a good team, I don't care if Patrick Mahomes didn't play. I don't care if these other guys didn't play. Andy Reid showed you why he is such a good coach. Incredible scheme, awesome plays, and the Packers were able to counterpunch. Steve Spagnuolo is a veteran defensive coordinator. There's still other defensive playmakers on this team. Tyron Matthew is still on the field. They love Juan Thornhill, the, the, the rookie safety. Bashad Breeland is still a veteran cornerback. Now, he got hurt in this game. But so Green Bay was able to find a counterpunch. They also lost David Bakhtiari at one point. They lost Brian Bulaga at one point. We'll see what the prognosis is on them moving forward. They didn't have Devontae Adams. 
Now, okay, Patrick Mahomes is the is the big kahuna in all of this. Of course, they didn't have him. And maybe this is all different if he's in the game. Maybe, you know, maybe Kansas City scores 40 in this game and Green Bay loses 41-31. Maybe. Maybe not. But they were able to go on the road and win the game. By the way, I predicted, I think I predicted for Packer Report officially 27-20. I thought it was a touchdown game and felt like Green Bay had the potential to to win a little bit bigger than that and still believe that. I mean, I I think if a couple things go a little differently, maybe if Aaron Jones doesn't step out or, you know, they still scored on that drive. But there there were certainly things out there for Green Bay. You have to credit Kansas City. They get paid too. And that is something that I think we don't we don't take into account often enough. This Kansas City team is really well coached, and they are so talented offensively. Matt Lafleur called them an All Star team, and that's true. Travis Kelsey, and and Tyree Kill, and Sammy Watkins, and McCole Hardman, and all of the speed that they can put on the field. Lashawn McCoy. I know he had the fumble. Damian Williams. I mean, they have guys. Mitchell Schwartz is arguably the best right tackle in football. We have plenty of players. And so even, you know, Matt Moore, if he does 85% of the Alex Smith routine, 80%, you've got a really good team. And that's what they are. That's what they were against Denver. And Green Bay still was able to get on the road and get a win. And this is a team now that you've beat, but they're 5-3. and three. They're 1-3 and three at home now. Three straight home losses, which is unthinkable in Kansas City. And they've got the Vikings next week. If Patrick Mahomes can come back, maybe now you you get the double whammy of beating the Chiefs on their turf just in time for Patrick Mahomes to come back and beat one of your division rivals, one of your NFC conference rivals in terms of playoff positioning, and you're able to get two for the price of one there. You can't count on these kinds of wins consistently. You know, the Packers lost a bunch of close games last year. They've won a bunch of close games this year, and and that is just not going to be sticky season to season. A lot of it is luck. A lot of it is, you know, th- those matchups that you can get into. Green Bay has certainly executed better in late-game situations this season. But again, the, even the Patriots, for example, they they lose one-score games one year, and then they win a bunch the next year. And it's just, it's not, it is not sticky over time in seasons when you win a bunch if you're already a good team that's when you can win 13 games when you can win 14 games and then if you're a good team and you have less luck in those close score games that's when you win 11 games 10 games green bay was not a good team last year and lost a bunch of one score games they needed to win all those games to get to 10 wins this green bay team is winning close games they're getting some injury luck as they did with patrick mahomes And that luck, they're turning into wins. This is now an opportunity for them to turn this good fortune into a great season. You have to take advantage of seasons like this because Green Bay fans know what happened in 2014. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Aaron Rodgers has, I don't think he said he's never been seven and one. Now, part of that is because uh, they, they were not seven and one in 2011 when they, when they lost in Kansas city, by the way. They were 8-0 in Week 8, so it's a little different. But uh, the Packers are in a position that they haven't been in in recent years, and I I think a position that a lot of fans didn't think they would be in, and so they have to take advantage. 
You have to maximize this position. And if you're struggling with maximizing your position, BlueChew.com can help. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Remember, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for anyone who needs a little extra function in the bedroom. And if you are someone who is in a relationship with someone who needs a little extra function in the bedroom, Christmas is right around the corner. Hanukkah? I don't know, but but Blue Chew could make a great gift. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than going to a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Go to BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On to try it free. You're worried about the Packers injury report. I get it. But what happens when you wind up on the injury report? The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network is transforming the way healthcare is delivered to make it easier for you to connect with the best of academic medicine when and where you need it. But what exactly is academic medicine anyway? First, it's rare. There are only 120 academic medical centers in the country. The Freighter and MCW Network is one of only two in the state and the only one in eastern Wisconsin. Academic medicine makes possible leading-edge primary and specialty care, research to find innovative cures for complex diseases, and the education of the next generation of healthcare professionals. It's like having a two-time MVP quarterback under center. You know you're in good hands, and you might just see things you never thought possible. Freighter and MCW physicians have been part of many scientific discoveries of new ways to prevent and treat diseases. Still wondering what academic medicine offers you? Visit www.freighter.com academic. The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network. This is what is possible. All right, so let's talk about the defense, and that's going to be a, a, a big topic of conversation. Let's intro this this way. I got this text on the Locked on Packers fan hotline. Hey, Peter, Matt and Callie drafting this text at halftime. But I'm very worried about our D-line and Mike P. I can understand our DBs getting beat because KC has all kinds of talent at receiver, but they are missing their starting two OTs, and if our pass rush is as good as the hype, we should be getting home and pressure a lot more than we have been. I also got this one. Hey, Peter, Tim from Milwaukee. Looks like we're going to have to bring back the TPS reports for this one. Total Packer screw-ups are starting to add up in this one so far, Tim. Thank you, as always, for your office space repertoire uh I, I understand the concern and and it is concerning uh the the Packers defense in the first half looked lost at times Andy Reid took advantage of some coverage busts but this is a situation where you just need to make a couple plays you just need to get a couple stops Green Bay wins the turnover battle one nothing why because Green Bay was able to get a fumble recovery when they needed it and, you know, for, for all the concerns about the Packers' run defense, uh, they only give up 88 yards on the ground on 20 carries. 4.4 yards per carry and a touchdown. You know, if, if you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and you're Matt Moore averaging 7.5 yards a pass, 
This is simple math. Let them run the ball. And let them run the ball with Shady McCoy, especially because you might be able to punch the ball out. And the Packers did that. That's been their MO all year. Be opportunistic. The problem is four different receivers caught passes of 20 yards or more. Tyreek Hill had a 21-yarder. Travis Kelsey had a 29-yarder. McCole Hardman had a 30-yarder. Sammy Watkins had a 25-yarder. You have to limit the big plays better than that. And that is still going to be a problem for the Packers. What I think is is important here, though, is Green Bay did not blitz Matt Moore. They said, we're going to play too deep a lot. We're not going to let you get the 50-yarder. We're not going to let you get these huge chunk plays. We're going to make you drive the ball down the field. And we think over the course of the game, you cannot score enough to beat us. And ultimately, in the second half, that proved to be true. In the second half, they they could run 25 plays for 110 yards. That's 4.4 yards per play. That is bad with a turnover and the one touchdown. That is the adjustments. That is Mike Patton saying, okay, what was, what was working is no longer working. And so now here's what we're going to do in the second half. And And it's not just that because it wasn't like they played totally different. It wasn't like they all of a sudden decided to, to blitz the daylights out of Matt Moore. They played better. They executed better. And they got the big turnover that they needed when they needed it. And, and Green Bay had just tied the game. You get the turnover there and it turns into a touchdown. And all of a sudden, now it's 24-17. You've totally flipped the momentum of the game. And Matt Moore has to go make plays. Now they did it. They, they went down and scored. But then Green Bay is able to come right back and score again because Green Bay had possessed the ball basically the entire quarter. I mean, the Packers manhandled the Chiefs on time of possession, 33-26. to 26, And, you know, that is that, that mattered in this game. It doesn't matter in every game. There are plenty of games where it does not matter, for sure. I mean, plenty of games where it doesn't matter because of big leads or, or any number of reasons. But... When you look at these drives in the second half, Green Bay's offense was as big a part of its defense as anything else. 15 plays, 72 yards, 833 time of possession in the third quarter. Then then the Chiefs fumble, you go five plays, 27 yards, and you score. So you're talking about almost 11 minutes of game time that you've controlled in a row. It, it, I don't think it should be surprising that you know Green Bay, the next time they touch the ball, were able to score a touchdown because Kansas City is gassed. They're gassed. And when you can possess the ball and be as efficient as Green Bay was, you pick up first downs. On third down, you identify the, the matchups. You pick up your first down. I mean, that's, that's how it felt at times for this Packers offense. They, it just felt like Rodgers knew where to go with the ball. It was a lot like the Raiders game. They go 8 of 13 on third down. 8 of 13 on third down. That is really good. And Rodgers just knew where to go with the ball at all times, it felt like. That helps your defense. I said it before the game. What, what Kansas City has to do is create big plays because they cannot try and go long drives and score shot for shot, drive for drive with the Packers because they're just not going to be able to do it. And that turned out to be the case. And it seemed like that was the plan for Mike Patton. 
He said, look, we're just not going to let you beat us over the top. There's going to be no 75-yard Tyreek Hill touchdown. There's going to be no 50-yard Travis Kelsey touchdown. Did they bust a coverage to get a Travis Kelsey touchdown? Yeah, they did. And and you got to clean that up. I think the Ibrahim Campbell return is going to be huge because Adrian Amos is not a natural linebacker, which is a lot of where he's playing right now. And for whatever Bears fans are going to say, he was he was a box player at times in Chicago, but being a box player is not the same as being a linebacker. Mike Patton is asking him to play legit linebacker at times. And part of that is just because Green Bay does not have a, a guy that they trust. They don't trust Oren Burks, clearly. And they made it very clear they do not trust Oren Burks. They do not trust Oren Burks. They do not trust Josh Jackson. And for, you know, we can say a lot of really nice things about Brian Gutekunst. Right now, those two picks look bad because they can't get on the field and Mike Patton doesn't trust them to play. And, and that could be for any number of reasons, but they can't get on the field. And if they can't get on the field, Mike Patton is going to play with these multi-safety looks. They replaced Will Redman with Shannon Sullivan. Will Redman was uh, limited in practice over the course of the week, so this could be as much about injuries as it is anything else. But Shannon Sullivan played pretty well. Ibrahim Campbell comes back, and all of a sudden you can play Amos and Savage as the deep guys, and you can play Campbell a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage. This is what they were able to do with Raven Green before he got hurt, is you can play Ibrahim Campbell... As more like a linebacker, you can blitz him, you can play him a little bit of everywhere, and then you have Amos and and Savage who can play in the back end. They don't really have anybody else. I mean, they have Campbell and Green. You can't really play Redmond in that linebacker role. You can't really play Shannon Sullivan in that linebacker, that nickel safety linebacker role. So they're a little bit hamstrung by personnel. You would think that it's, it would be Oren Burks, which is how they wanted to play. It is, it is very strange to me, and maybe a conversation for another day, but it is very strange to me that they spent their whole offseason believing in Oren Burks and giving him the opportunity to play, and now when the rubber meets the road and they need someone like that, they're just like, mm, maybe not. And maybe it's just one of those old-school football things where it's like, okay, well, Shannon Sullivan has been here and he proved it in the preseason or Will Redmond or whatever. And, and now you can't get Oren Burks in the game. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, but maybe it's just the case that Oren Burks can't play. And I, I never want to assume these things. I feel like he's looked good in limited snaps. Matt LaFleur said he's earned more playing time. And then, you know, the game comes and he's not out there. It's, it's weird to me. But, I, you know, at, at this point, the Packers are 7-1. and one, So it's really hard to question the coaching staff because they've pushed all the right buttons. They clearly pushed the right buttons in this game and, and it got them a win. And speaking of pushing the right buttons, the folks at Roman, a men's health company are changing the game with Roman swipes. The secret to longer lasting sex, get $10 off your first order of swipes and free two day shipping at getromancom slash locked on NFL. David Harrison here, the Locked On Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed-coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread for a reason. It tastes so stinking 
good. Dave's Killer Bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-GMO ingredients and is power-packed with whole grains, fiber, and protein. Visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for Dave's Killer Bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats you can pick from. Main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. There's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel, and that's what I love about it. Experience season-long wins without the season-long wait. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. I want to close with this uh, because I think it is emblematic of how a lot of Packer fans are feeling, and rightfully so. Peter, this team is full of swag and personality, and it's a winning combination. It's fun again to follow this team. Go Pack, Casey from Homer, Alaska. It, it is it is such a different feeling to watch this team as a, compared to last year. It is just night and day. Because last year you felt like two minutes left, uh, whether it was the Packers offense or the Packers defense, when if one of them needed to make the play, you were 100% sure they were not going to make the play. And this year, you feel differently. And we talked about the the lack of, of consistency and stickiness and predictive nature of, of this one-score record thing and, and ability to win these close games. Over time, it is not reliable. But it does feel different this team it feels like they have a different mindset offensively they have a different set of confidences in Aaron Rodgers in Aaron Jones in in their players to go make plays the culture is clearly different if you didn't go listen to our our episode with Lily Zhao go do that I thought she did a great job of of spelling out why this culture has led to winning and if you didn't read the piece that Robert Mays wrote for the ringer go do that the culture of this team the attitude it is leading to winning it is there's just no way around it. and 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 look it, maybe it's a placebo effect but the players think it's helping and if the players think it's helping guess what it's helping the packers are in positions now you where you trust the coaching staff in the second half they're going to figure it out matt lafleur and aaron Rodgers are going to figure it out and they've proven it they've proven it and even against the Eagles game and the, and the one game they lost, they came out in the second half and they did a lot of things right. They did a lot of things right. And some some bad luck, some unlucky bounces, and you lose a football game. And that's going to happen. It's going to happen. That was a one-score game that they lost. They've, they've won some too. You'd like to see them. You know, they haven't had a lot of opportunities to blow out bad teams because they haven't played any bad teams really. Uh, Oakland is not a bad team, and they blew them out. Uh, Denver, nah, Denver's a borderline bad team. Beat them by double digits. You beat the Cowboys by double digits. 
you know, it's not like they they haven't done it. They haven't, you know, they haven't they haven't gotten to the part of their schedule where they get to play New York. They get to play Washington. You know, we'll see if they if they were going to play Carolina with with Kyle Allen or Cam Newton. But there's really no gimmies on this schedule outside of New York and Washington. And and Green Bay has has held their own against what has turned out to be a tougher schedule than than a lot of people thought because the Raiders are are no gimme. And you know the 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 Lions are better than we thought. They won again on Sunday and looked pretty good doing it. So, you know, the the, the Bears didn't. <laughs> oh, man, the Bears. Uh, I, mm, well, uh, the, the good news for the Packers is they get the this, the L.A. Chargers. I'm, I'm going to say San Diego like 16 times this week. I just I hope you're all ready for that. Uh, it, it, Jay Sternberger is eligible to come back. Uh, he is going to come back. Whether he's active is a separate question. Uh, and uh, we'll see what the situation is with Ibrahim Campbell as he works his way back from this injury. So uh, a, a lot to get to. This is going to be a normal week for us. Uh, the next couple are going to be normal before the bye week, so that's great. Uh, it is uh, Expert Tuesday, Crossover Wednesday, uh, Scouting Report Thursday, and you know I, I think what we're going to do, I think what we're going to do is get an extra interview in here on Thursday, and, and that will become more clear as to why we're going to do that a little bit later in the week. And uh, then, you know, the Packers get an opportunity to go to 8-1 and one before they host Carolina in uh, in week 10. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920 920- Three four one three seven seven five to stay locked on Packers. Mm-hmm.